Welcome back to Sunday Night Geeks, where movie critic Leo Rydell and filmmaker Chris Hicks talk the latest in movie news and reviews. Join us every other Sunday and weigh in on the discussion. Now let's talk geek. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Night Geeks, everybody. We are back for our, wow, our third kind of episode in a row, Chris. We've been back on a roll, my man, but I got my usual buddy here, Chris. Say, what's up, Chris? How's it going, man? How's it going, Leo? It's great to be back. Yeah, man. Always good to talk geeky conversations with you, man. I mean, we, we always talk about the best in movies and everything, bro. I'm so excited. And we have a special guest today here from Candid Cinema. What's going on, Amanda? Hey, good to be here. Yeah, great having you. Thanks for coming out, and we are super excited to talk about some stuff today. We're going to get started with Sonic. Talk a little bit about that box office. It's really doing well. Topped the box office twice in a row, and it's got a global, uh, worldwide $256 million box office right now. So it's doing really well. I know it defeated Detective Pikachu for the opening weekend, and it gained $57 million at the opening box office. And it set a record for video game movie openings as the largest opening so far. So it really has uh, done well in the box office so far, and it kind of warrants a discussion of this movie. So Chris, I haven't heard from you about uh, Sonic, man. I Just let me know what you thought about the movie overall, and... Kind of your feelings coming out of the movie. I think you just saw it recently, right? I did, and uh, I'm not surprised to be honest with you. It's it it reminds me of those '90s movies where it was family friendly, but there was a like adult jokes in it where like the adults could get into it, but it's of a subject matter where the adults know what it is, so they can kind of get into it, so everybody can kind of enjoy it. It sounds really corny. But that's what I got from it, and I was apprehensive, Leo. I fought you tooth and nail. I did not care about Sonic. I enjoyed it. I can't believe I'm saying this, but oh, it was corny um, in spots. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't. I, I'm not going to be surprised with the box office numbers, just because you can go see this with the family. There are those levels. Jim Carrey had some really good moments. Overall, not too bad. I think that this this is a good way to start something. I know everyone's trying to reboot cinematic universes or start cinematic universes of their own, but this is like a standalone movie could also work in itself. Uh, I I don't I wouldn't say it was great, but it was okay. It was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, that's kind of how I feel about it, and uh, I, I think that the box office uh, is probably going to. I think they'll end with it in theaters around 150, 155 million. I think what was it at Leo? 125. Uh, worldwide, it's at 256. Oh wow, two fifty six. Never mind. My my apologies. I must have read something wrong. Anywho, I, I think Poke. I know Pokemon was like four hundred and thirty at the box office at the Pikachu? end of its run. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. Well, what? That had to be like three hundred million in China. Yeah, because uh, China that movie... right now is not doing too well. Let's not get into that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really corny in certain spots. But like I said, it reminded me of a Disney movie in the early 90s, like a Mighty Ducks. I know it sounds corny, but like it's a, it just had that feel for me. It, it got it got me with, with the, the sex joke um, <laughs> in the beginning of the film when he talks about getting drunk and 
you know, taking the boat <laughs> yeah. out or something like that. Yeah. I I was like, all right, this is where they're going to go with this. I'll sit through some corny crap that get every once in a while for Dr. Robotnik to say something inappropriate. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Yeah, Sonic was just, it was a good movie, man. So it kind of sounds like you're leaning more towards like a 7 out of 10 for Sonic. Ooh. Or is that a little uh, much, a little high for you? Uh, I will, 6.5. <laughs> I, I give it a nostalgia factor. I'll bump it up to seven, but so, probably I won't. I won't watch it again anytime soon. But it wasn't what I expected it to be, so it definitely uh, deserves a point there. So I'll, I'll say six point five to be fair. I gotta say it's interesting That's that good you had me. said um, it reminds <laughs> you kind of of '90s, like the Mighty Ducks, because this feels very inspired by the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, the '90s show. Because they have like the chili dogs reference, and it felt very right, the chili dogs. I got that. Yeah, I got that, yeah, yeah. It felt very tied to the Jaleel White voiced Sonic in the nineties. So that that, that was my that's Sonic. Interesting you said that. Yeah, that was my Sonic as well. Amanda, what did you think of Sonic? Uh, what were your overall thoughts on the movie? What did you like? Uh, what did you not like? I actually watched it twice in the same week because that's how much I loved it. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was just so much fun. I, I like I was watching it and I felt like a kid again, and I think that's really important, especially with uh, introducing, um, you know, new characters for like a family-friendly film. Um, and then the best part was honestly seeing Jim Carrey back on screen. And I feel with Jim Carrey's humor, not everyone kind of vibes with him. So if you really don't like Jim Carrey, I don't think people would. Uh, like this movie at the end of the day because he just <laughs> i'm just thinking of jim carrey lines i just saw the film sorry and you're just you're just i'm agreeing with you but when he called them cap uh what do you call officer brain fart I, yes. I, I just, that is just it's so immature but it's so funny like, and it's I coming from I him like, yeah like his delivery yeah. is just ridiculous so if you got if you don't like it because i know like my mom like cannot stand him so i'm like there's no way you're gonna go sit through sonic the hedgehog but yeah i watched it twice i thought the visual effects were incredible and they did such a great job considering all the backlash uh which was terrible because honestly like i think many of us would have just gone to see it because it's our sonic regardless of what it looked like um but yeah the special effects team deserves all the kudos all the awards to be honest, like I really hope it does get award recognition for it. My favorite scene in Sonic was probably the baseball sequence. Oh, I was yeah. just beaming. I was beaming. It was like everything oh, yeah. was spot on. It was great. But yeah, I gave it like a 7 out of 10. Like I really loved it. It was a lot of fun and I would definitely watch it again and again just for a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you say that about the special effects because I was very very impressed with how they handled the rings that was really cool like if you play yeah. sonic games you Give know he goes through the, the rings. folly guy what's that right the folly guy some credit because those coin sounds and those you know yeah uh, little bit pieces yeah. here added to the nostalgia but you know what i don't know guys i didn't hear the song uh, I, I heard it a song. little bit did you guys hear it yeah. beginning and the end yeah Dude, yeah, I, heard I had a Sega Game Gear back in the day, bro, and it sucked batteries. Like eight of them, but they last yeah, for like an hour. Seriously. And I would play Sonic on that thing, dude. And that song would go over my Didn't head. Did you hear the Green really Hill arrangement at the beginning? There was like a, a little rearranged Green Hill. Uh, 
I guess it wasn't what I really wanted, and I don't think I was laser focused paying attention to that necessarily. But um, I feel like they mixed it into the score quite well, so you couldn't really tell unless you knew, like you could pick up on it, because it it was really integrated quite well, like throughout. So it's very distinct in that case. But yeah, it was... Man, it was I just missed it. I can't believe that. And the beginning, I the little arranged Sega. Yeah, oh, that was so, that was cool. so cool. I noticed that. <laughs> hey, did you guys then, notice that? Did you notice this, like, Sony Sammy Entertainment or something like that? Did it what? say that? I think it said the word Sammy. Sammy? I don't know. Could it be homage to the Sammy Sammy kid who went freaking out on Sonic on the internet like years ago? You know what I I'm talking know. about? No, I don't know. You guys guys, I'm I'm going down rabbit hole conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring a point about special effects, though. The the whole I call it a quicksilver scene because I guess you yeah, can't yeah, have it if you have a speedster oh. in your film. Yeah. You gotta have the slow mos, but. So good. I, I caught myself a few times trying to figure out the physics. And you should never do that in a film like this because it's not supposed to be taken serious. But, like, how is he playing baseball with himself? I mean, how fast do you got to be going that you can stop for a second? Oh, <laughs> like, man. Sonic is just had to be. Probably, right. Like, Sonic I thought has had to well. travel light years in speed, bro. Like, he is, like, at, at max speed, he is incredibly fast. I think next, I think they need to just dull the cheese factor down, the corniness, the whole family, the the aunt and the little girl, and the whole San Francisco thing. I thought that was kind of cute. Was okay, it was cute, but it was, yeah, but it just I felt like the acting was a little ugh. Uh, could just could it was just pure been cheese. It was pure cheese. It was oh, over yeah. the top, and yeah. Sometimes, like, you you need that for family films. We haven't seen something like that in a while, actually, where it was, like, pure cheese. At least I haven't. Where they, ha pure they, where they did that. <laughs> like, yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man's the only thing I can think of that can kind of come close to that. You have a goofy character, like... Yeah, yeah I agree with like you. Like Louise. Ah, oh, dude, I love Louise, and you know it. Don't get me started. Yeah. Oh, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. He's the best. Uh, so, Chris, yeah. I gotta ask you, man, since this was a pretty good movie, would you like to see like a universe out of this? Now, my prediction is that there's possibly, maybe not soon, but maybe not too far down the line, a Smash Bros. universe uh, coming up that could possibly cross over Sonic and Pokemon. Would you like to see something like that? Would you like to see something a little more scaled down like a sequel? Or would you just rather this be a standalone? I want it to be a standalone because there's too many cool characters and I think there's so much to go off of what, what they did with this. And I think the, the thing that you gotta remember is like take your time. Like take it slow, develop the universe and slowly but surely get these little these little films out. Uh I would love to see um some of the Sonic characters come into his world because you know he is alone and he doesn't maybe he doesn't you know, doesn't know that there are other like him and you know, then Dr. Robotnik comes back and they have to stop him again. I could see that, you know what I mean? Um, would I like to see Mario Brothers done in the same way that this is done with little cartoony ass Mario Brothers running around? Um, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> am I gonna am I gonna see it at the Oscars? Hell no, but do I wanna see that? My inner kid? Hell yeah, I wanna see that. If it's done like this, if the cheese is done just right. This was just enough cheese for me. I can stomach it. It, it, it just seemed like everyone with Sonic kind of 
kind of likes the material, loves the material, you can kind of get that. Jim Carrey, I'll do, I'll yes, I'll take some more of him as well. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I feel on that. I'm curious <laughs> what you guys think. Uh, so did you, I'm sure you saw the Super Mario Bros. 1993. <laughs> I went to the damn movie theater as a kid to see that. And I mean, I'm looking at my friend, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, no, no, dead serious. Like, I thought we walked into the wrong movie theater <laughs> uh quick funny story uh, i did walk into the wrong movie theater uh this friday trying to watch my hero academia i was actually in um what's that harrison ford dog movie oh my god call the wild because <laughs> he called oh, the wild man. i would have stayed no no dog oh my yeah, god i don't know about they that CGI'd a whole dog like you couldn't you know how much money you have couldn't you get like a regular dog? A real no, they see Bullshit. Terrible. That's why I'm glad But I no dog wanted to spend that, that much time with Harrison Ford. <laughs> 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 like, That's like nah, bro, you're a grumpy bastard. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Shit, it's true. But um kind of looping back to a <laughs> yeah, the sequel, <laughs> the 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 thing about it is Tails was in the end, as we all know. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. like there's definitely a sequel, but you're saying you don't want a universe is what I'm hearing. No, no, I'm I'm for a universe, just take it slow. Yeah. Okay. Take it slow, take it slow. Amanda, I'm gonna ask you the same question. What do you think? Uh, do, you, do you think in a universe maybe or just a sequel or a series? I agree. I would agree with Chris because you do have to build it up and they just introduce Sonic to a whole new generation of kids. So I think I would do like a direct sequel with Tails and like bring in the rest of the gang and then kind of build up to like crossovers. Um, they didn't expect to make this much money at all. They didn't expect it. So I think um, it's going to fuel the sequel and it should come out as soon as possible, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but yeah, I would just do a sequel. Seeing Tails got me really excited. So we'll see what happens. They'd be, like, stupid to not make another one. Oh my oh, god, seeing Tails a, got me hyped. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo Give me it, Tails though. and Keep Knuckles it. in the next one. And apparently yeah, The Rock and Knuckles. Oh. oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, I. oh my god. Hell be yeah. Chills. It'd be great. Um, you know, I'm glad my boy Ben Schwartz got a, another good role. You know, my boy John Ralphio, good seeing him <laughs> on another like major role here. And I'm glad for the success for him and the studio because th this is a studio that actually listened. They actually listened to the fans. They saw that we were extremely disappointed with that original design. And they went back over and did it all over again. I got to give it up to Jeff Fowler and to Paramount for actually like listening to us mm -hmm. i'm so happy they decided to not continue with that sonic design because it got everybody out of the loop and to be honest with you guys i i think ben schwartz also did some retakes because like sonic was super dry in that first trailer and the song was gangster's paradise it, like things just didn't really mix up that well in the first trailer but they what really the hell trailer the company up. was thinking when they were cutting that one? Uh, dude, <laughs> He's all slow motion ridiculous. in the middle of nowhere. Like it looked like Arkansas. And then Gangsta's Paradise is playing while he's getting ready to run. That what was the? ridiculous. All right. So finishing up the Sonic conversation, I'm going to go to you first this time, Amanda. Um, sure. 
what do you think about the future of video game movies? Are there some specific like games that you would love to see as movies? What games would you like to see? Uh, one of them actually like already came out and I was really disappointed. Uh, was Assassin's Creed. I was so yeah. excited for that. And like I that's when I first started I was like, "Oh my god, like they're going to start developing a, you know, other video games and starting to do other adaptations and then like with assassin's creed especially having like michael fassbender of all people be in the film and then it was just oh man it just it killed it for me so i go into video game adaptations a bit apprehensive a bit more apprehensive than i originally was um but yeah if they're gonna start making films like sonic and like actually listen to what the fans want they can develop so many other ones and people would be so happy so it's bright especially with the technology it's gonna be great it's gonna be huge so i hope they do continue to make them yeah i hope so too and you know assassin's creed was incredibly disappointing like how are you gonna have an assassin's creed movie without Ezio or even altair and you you go through the entire movie with this new cow guy and I don't know. Yeah. I just was not a fan of the, it, it, what they decided why, to do. Why? Like, oh my God. It doesn't, as a filmmaker, it doesn't make sense. Like, hey, man, we're going to make an Assassin's Creed movie. Ooh, so source material we can use to write a really good script. Nah, fudge it. We're just going to make it up. We don't care. It's <laughs> like, why yeah. do it? Don't, don't call it Assassin's it Creed. Sense. Exactly. Call it time travel guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm just, if you're, why not use the source material that you have abundance of? There's so many, like, there's so much they could have done, and I just, I was so disappointed, especially for Michael Fassbender. I was like, oh my god, okay, he's gonna get his own, like, trilogy or whatever they were gonna do with it, and then it just crashed and burned, and I was just so, oh my so god, I was so mad. pissed. I thought he was yeah. gonna be Ezio. That's well, what I thought, I thought. yeah. I was like, oh as shit, As soon as I thought he Ezio. wasn't, I never, yeah, yeah we were all... I, I never even saw it because of that, and the trailers were like, oh crap. Yeah, good It good just idea, came out at man. a time where I skipped it. I don't need to see it. Like the games, they're cool. And it like yeah. cinematic enough in the for box me. Box office. It was a one twenty five million budget, two hundred forty dollar box office. Yeah, it was bad. Ooh. Oh, so people got <laughs> people got fired. People got fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I right. think Sonic has really lit the torch and really yeah. guided us in a good direction. I think mm -hmm. honestly, it probably was started with Detective Pikachu. And then Sonic kind of reaped from those spoils and really just has carried the torch forward. And I'm looking forward to like Mario Brothers and ooh, uh, okay, okay, hear me out, y'all. A Star Fox movie. Now, oh hell yeah, Star Fox was the shit back in the day. Yeah, man, it'd be cool. Uh, Would like, be cool, man. It with the technology we have and those ships that could be in outer space, like, oh, man, we could, oh, okay. I could go on all day about that, but we might as well move on into our next topic. Now, let's talk about those Batman set photos, y'all. Oh, <laughs> I know y'all seen them with the, the suit, the full suit, uh, the bat cycle, and it looked like it was a stunt double inside of the bat suit. Um... Chris, man, you're my Batman boy. You know, you you enjoy Batman. You are a huge super fan, my my guy. Let me know. What do you think? Uh, how are you feeling about the suit? Does it remind you of year one Batman? What do you think, man? Oh, um, <laughs> it, if anything, it reminds me of zero year. <laughs> um, 
I bought I bought that comic and I was really disappointed. There are some things I, I like about it, but um, if they're like, I can see Andy Serkis playing that Alfred, by the way. So I don't know what he's doing with this. Is it, it seems like it, it's a, a com, amalgamation of like completely different ideas mixed together. I don't know if I like, oh, dude. Uh, the my first <laughs> my first thought was no, I don't like the ears or the cowl. Um. I do like the gun chest piece thing, and um, I gotta take this with a grain of salt. It looks Arkham Asylum ish, and uh, shoot, there's so it's so hard for me to like lock in on one specific thing. I won't want to say I like it because I don't like all aspects of it. I don't hate it. Um, I'm trying to trust Matt Reeves and his vision, and I'm just really curious um, as to why he would venture into a costume uh, that just is, is way more tactical. And I thought we saw that already with Nolan. Um, so, but these are just set photos. So I'm just speculating and obviously they're going to be touched up and there's no cape, which is off putting. Uh, I do like the fact that maybe he did make this himself from a bunch of other pieces. Uh, there's a theory that um, maybe Talon's involved, and you get some of it. He looks a little bit like Talon if you're talking. To, if you're thinking about that, and maybe he takes things from his his victims or victims or people he catches. I don't know what you want to call Batman's bad guys. Uh, but uh, it it looks it looks interesting. I I don't know. That's about all I can say. Um, I'm, I'm I'm reserving judgment till we get um some like a, a full length trailer to kind of really dive into what the costume looks like but i really did like the teaser version of it um although that was staged perfectly so that the light could hit and all that whatever uh but <clears throat> i'm excited yeah that's kind of you know i'm feeling the same way about the trailer i'll just kind of wait and reserve my final judgment when a trailer drops in because then you'll be able to see how they're going to handle it in post if that is the final suit i mean for all we know is beginning of the movie and he'll transcend later or who knows we don't even know yet so we kind of just have like a little tease but i'm just gonna wait on a trailer for, for my final verdict manda how about you how you feeling about those uh set photos does it look kind of cheesy like what you thinking um i'm indifferent again like i'm just gonna wait until a full trailer comes out because i just when they cast robert pattinson as batman I was not on board whatsoever. Like, my heart belongs to Batfleck. Uh, I loved his version. I love Zack Snyder's version of Batman. Um, it made me fall in love with the character all over again. So, to see Rob in the Batsuit... Actually, th that reveal reminded me of, like, Daredevil for some reason. So, the cowl yeah. I'm not totally yeah. in love with. So, I was just kind of, like, off it was off for me but yeah i'm just gonna wait it out like even we all know like the lighting's gonna be a huge factor with the with the bat suit the special effects are gonna be a huge thing with the cape like we know that already so the set photos and it's not even like pattinson in the suit either because it is his double you know what i mean so we can't really tell right now i i love every other 
casting choice in Matt Reeves' Batman, except for Robert Pattinson as Batman. And I'm not saying it because he's not a good actor. The man is extremely talented. To be Bruce Wayne, you have to have a certain look. And I just don't think that he suits that. So I don't know how it's going to go. I hope he proves me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to wait for a trailer. Hmm, you bring up a good point. Chris, what do you think about Robert Pattinson as Batman and Bruce Wayne? Yeah, let's just face it. He's going to be Bruce Wayne more than he's going to be Batman. The stunt double is going to be Batman. Um, so that I don't really care. For me, he has the... It has... I'm agreeing a little bit with uh, Amanda in the fact that... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to explain. Like I, don't, I can see him as a young Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. but like a, a young 20 something year old bruce wayne who hasn't become batman yet i don't see him as already batman um this is supposed to be like year two uh i you're right he's super talented i think he he like the jawline looks good in a cowl we're not going to argue that um but it's like i said it's really hard to to you got to reserve judgment we don't know what kind of tone we don't really know what kind of tones going on in the film yeah. do do i think uh that they could surprise us yeah because they shit the bed when christian bale was batman um so they i you know, agree no one else agrees with me to be honest everyone loves bale but i agree with you there they do oh, i agree as well i actually watched the dark knight again for the hundredth time probably uh last weekend i was just like regarding how much i really didn't like bale as batman like everybody yeah. did and i I felt like as Bruce, he was kind of stupid. Like, he's always asking Lucius Fox what things are, and I'm like, dude, Batman is a super genius. What the fuck? Yeah. But even with Bale, I, I like, his issue, like, the major issue that I had watching Bale as Batman was his voice. Like, I didn't understand a word he was saying when he would drop it <laughs> as, like, when he was in the suit. So I think that was, like, a huge setback for me. And then for me to watch, like, no, like Nolan's trilogy, all the villains were better than Bale as Batman, so that was like really difficult to sit through at times, to be honest. Yeah, I, mean. I, 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 I really liked him up, up front. Uh, not in Batman Begins. I was at a weird stage in my life when the movie came out where I was like, I don't, I don't want to see uh, superhero movies, to be honest with you. So I did. I had to come back to that one. And I get, I get the voice. Like honestly, if he ran around talking like the same person, um, but you know, I think what Snyder did to try to cover that up is is even way cooler. And I don't know why Nolan didn't think of something like that. It's a really easy, you know, simple thing. You know, voice modulator on the throat or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. um, I do, I do kind of because uh, you get swept away. I think in the Dark Knight so much in in Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. That he, Bruce Wayne Batman's like an afterthought. It's yeah. almost like you you don't want Batman to win. It's it's really yeah. weird. And then you get Bane comes in and and for me totally steals the show. I was a freaking yeah. love Bane. Yep. And then he's you know he beating the shit out of Batman, and you're just like, <laughs> you're like, of yeah, course, do it, finish I mean, it. <laughs> you know, Batman could probably win a fight. If he actually kicks somebody with his ninja skills, I mean, but no, he's just going to throw about, punches at him. 
That like, was the yeah, perfect fun, thing about dude, BBS. Batman. Is that we did get that Batman yeah. kicking ass in the warehouse oh. and snatching bodies? One of my favorite scenes, honestly, oh. it was fantastic work because even like Ben, Ben uh, delivered lines like in the full suit, like in the cowl. Like he, it wasn't always like his double. So I think like even his own voice without the modulator sometimes, like it just it sounded so good and you could hear him clearly, and even his presence, like. They like not only did his double have to bulk up, but he did as well. So there was one shot where he had like he had the full suit on without the cowl, and I was just like blown away. I was like, that's literally Bruce Wayne. Like it was just so wicked what he did with it. And like hopefully when we see Pattinson, he'll like fit like his stature will suit the part. Like will suit the suit. I don't want to say it that way, but yeah, like <laughs> hopefully. Honestly, yeah, I I don't know. I you know I I like Ben and I thought he had a lot of potential uh, yeah. after BBS, especially when I seen the ultimate cut because it kind of mm-hmm. gave a, a little bit more context to the Lois Lane stuff and and it gave Superman yeah. a little bit more of a motive. But I I kind of when it got to Justice League, woof, it just fell all the way apart for me. Oh, all dude. the way apart. That's why we have to release the Snyder Cut, fam. <laughs> That's what oh, we have to do. God. Hashtag that, for sure. Just release the Snyder Cut. Do it. Yeah, do it, please. Alright, guys, so let's move on to the Candyman trailer that came out this week. Uh, I mean, wow, like, seriously, this is a sequel for the twenty twenty or the nineteen ninety three version, a direct sequel. Uh, I did not know that. I kind of thought it was gonna be like a remake or a reboot of some kind, but glad to see it's like a sequel and a follow up. And it's directed by Nia DaCosta actually, and written by Jordan Peele. So it'll be a great collaboration to see for the first time. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts on that trailer, man? I gotta admit, I'm pretty hyped up after seeing it now. Don't don't try to take away my shine, brother. I'm gonna poop all over it. No, uh, no I'm just kidding. I, I, um, <laughs> I've never seen the original Candyman. I'm not a big horror guy, so you shouldn't be too shocked that I have no idea what the cat Candyman's about. Um, so I know it's a horror film. I have never seen it, and I've never seen the trailer what? Uh, for it. I know, what I know it dropped, Candyman? but no, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the trailer. I was busy. But wait, you didn't see the original Candyman either? Chris? Oh, no, no, no. I don't like horror films. You know that. Oh, man. That's like legend. I know. Man. I piss a lot of people off. I don't understand why people <laughs> don't understand why I don't like horror movies. <laughs> What's your thing against horror, Chris? It's beautiful, man. I get scared too easily if it's, you know, if oh. I'm being real. I'm but none of it's real, though. They can't. They can't kill you. Oh, my emotions that. <laughs> Chris, okay. I will go with you and I will hold your hand, bro. Like, we can do this together. I, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, I'm cool. You I sure? like psychological thrillers that kind of scare me, but not really horror. I'm, not, I'm like, ah. Uh, I think you would I don't like know. Invisible Man then. It's more of a thriller. Yeah, I agree, Leo, for sure. It's, it's, it's immediate. What Hollow Man is yeah. when we were talking about before we came on air. Hollow Man's like a like a psychological. It turns into a slasher film. Mm. I'm and I kind of like out. that. It was that it's not a. I like those non uh, traditional horror films or psychological horror films or like believe M Night Shyamalan can do horror kind of okay. <sighs> Please don't. Please no. Don't. Oh, don't. No. 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 I remember. 
I remember watching The Happening at a sleepover at three o'clock in the morning because we were just wired and I literally stayed up for nothing. Nothing. We were cursing. Who, like, what was what the matter? You didn't get it? No, I honestly, I have no idea what the point of that movie was. Like, I just didn't. Was the plan it was, was taking itself back from yeah. humanity? And that I we wasn't, wasn't going to, you can't stop nature? I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. It, what, that was a freaking yeah. boring movie. I know. It was lame, it was though. Two hours of nothing. Oh, oh, man, some beautiful wait. close-up shots of, of, of the characters, though. You gotta so give he did that. that, and then yes. he did <laughs> The Last Airbender, which was absolutely, absolutely uh, horrifying. Horrifying. Diary. What? The Diarrhea. Last Airbender. It is horrible, man. That movie is just... It's a cult classic. What are you talking about? Classic. As soon as Don't the Nickelodeon title came across, I was like, uh-oh. Like, you guys over here acting like Dragon Ball Evolution is, is the shit now. I'm going to have to stop y'all. <laughs> I don't even oh, know man. what a he Dragon ruined, Ball is. He ruined my heart with, you don't know Dragon Ball Z, but uh, that's not a conversation for another day. Is that the Gaiku guy? The Goku guy? Whatever his Goku. Name is? Gaiku. Gaiku. <laughs> yeah, Goku. Gaiku. Goku. Um, all right. Well, Amanda, what did you think of, uh, of, of Candyman since Chris over here ain't watched the trailer? <laughs> Um, I was actually scared watching it. I watched it on my big screen TV with like the full surround sound on. I should not have done that by oh, myself shit. at home. Yeah, it was uh it was great. I also haven't watched the original, but I plan to. Um Jordan Peele can do no wrong, I'm telling you. Uh obviously you know like Get Out was fantastic, Us was really good. Um, I just recently finished watching um, Hunters on Amazon Prime, and that was phenomenal. He didn't like direct or write it; he produced it, but it was just the show's fantastic. Um, but yeah, Candyman looks really good. It's different, and it's going to be directed by a woman, so I think that's really important too to go support that in theaters. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Yaha looks fantastic. I am so excited for him. It looks scary, and I really love that there were five white girls going into the bathroom because I did something similar <laughs> in school. <laughs> went to the yeah, we did like Bloody Mary, right? Because oh, we're that no, stupid. It was it was funny to see that I was dying of laughter. Like yeah, like we would be doing that. So to have that in the trailer was hilarious. Um, but the good thing about Jordan is that he adds so much humor throughout the horror film. So, like, he just drops it at the opportune moments, and I think that's why, like, many of us loved Get Out and loved Us. So, uh, yeah, it just, it kills the tension a bit, and then it picks uh, right back. So it was really good. I'm excited to see Candyman, for sure. Yeah, it's really exciting. And, and Jordan Peele, you're right, he can do no wrong. I've been following him since King and Peele. That, mm -hmm. I mean, he is just amazing as a writer, and he's he's funny, and what's great as these song selections like five on yeah. it rearranged and us was amazing yeah, that was dope and it and uh dope. say my name for this trailer rearranged yeah wow. it was great so smart great so song yeah and it fits yeah. the theme and motifs of his movies he's just mm -hmm. he knocks it out of the park in each and every way and i thought that uh us got snubbed during the oscars i think lupita at least deserved the nomination I agree. Maybe a, a original screenplay nomination. 
I just think it got yeah. really like pushed aside, but oh well, it is what it is. Hey, you know, it kind of did. Now that you think about it, it really kind of did. Mm-hmm. Like it should have been. It should have been at least. It should have been at least nominated for a lot of. You you're not going to probably win the best score, you know, because you know the original scores is usually what wins. But it should it should have got nominated for best actress. It should have got nominated for. Um, Best Supporting Actor. It should have got nominated mm-hmm. for Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. I agree. I agree. For sure. Especially, like, Lupita knocked it out of the park, man. That was just... But she had to play movie. multiple roles. Like, yeah. you got to give somebody a little bit of attention for that shit. And yeah. she did it right. She did a really good job. She knocked it out. Work. Yeah. I just... That I, voice she did is creepy. I can still hear it. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like, oh my god, it stayed with me, like, days after. It was crazy. Yeah. But I think that, like, horror performances don't normally, like, get recognized, and that's really sad, because there's so many good ones out there. Oh, man, Tony Collette and um, Hereditary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I know. As much as I hated that movie, she was phenomenal. You hated, hated Hereditary. Yeah, it was the third act just bothered me to no end that ending had no correlation with the beginning of that movie i couldn't wrap my head around it at all i was just oh, like what you don't think it goes full, full circle yeah i felt yeah. like it kind of came back around really yeah i didn't feel that way at all it comes it doesn't the... come back around to the beginning of the film it comes back around to the to the prophecy or whatever the storyline yeah, that the, story within the, story. the hereditary she's like the one the grandma yeah. was in like, the beginning, and then first Charlie. son, right? I feel like it just went the... over my head for some reason. I was just so annoyed with it. For I don't know why, <laughs> I just didn't vibe. I liked Midsommar better than Hereditary. I'm the opposite. Same. I feel like, yeah. I kept waiting to get scared with with Midsummer from Summer, whatever the hell it's called. I, I didn't like get scared. I was just scared. like the whole time. Was like we just wanted a a steady cam on this chick. Mm-hmm. I being was emotional, bro. I, you See, were, in that case, I wasn't. <laughs> it was more of like a psychological thriller in that way. Whereas her, there was no threat. Did anybody oh, die in that I movie? I was scared. Yeah. Bro, when the, the people who died, when the people walked off and committed that suicide. Shit. Yeah, man. Did you watch Midsummer? <laughs> a lot of people died. Oh, that bro. was supposed to happen. I didn't give a shit. Those two old people. I'm talking about did the main character was she her life ever in danger? Oh, I mean, but the cult was like right? scary enough, though. I was kind yeah. of—I don't know—I was really uneasy. What the hell is happening here? It was uneasy, but I wasn't okay. I was a the little cult, bit freaked out when they all started the screaming together. Yeah, like that, that was kind of like, oh, oh that was yeah. like, what the fuck? But the How whole that been to film? Yeah, I know, I know, it's true. It, like that, the third act of Midsommar was better than the third act in Hereditary, and I think that's why I liked it a bit more. Really? I don't know. I, the the sex thing too I, was kind of weird. Like I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, when she was really like helping him, yeah. shit. like what? That messed me up. I was like, what is happening? Well, they were chanting around them and all that. I was like, dude, yeah. I I cannot right now. What mm-hmm. is going on? I was I was on to that weirdo from the beginning of their friend Dang. with like how he talked. And I was on to him. Yes, yep. I've seen Hostel way too many times to know you <laughs> European freakos, <laughs> your weirdo sex cults, and you're killing people that in the weirdest shit. places. Thing, yeah, yeah, you crazy weirdos. I'm in. I'm in. I'm. I'm. 
I'm I'm up to that shit. I see you. All right, so <laughs> let's move on to our next topic, which is Mulan and the Disney remakes. Um, I kind of wanted to bring up Mulan because I seen your tweet the other day, Amanda, and it did remind me that there really hasn't been like a giant push for Mulan. I feel. I no, kind of feel like, like the the trailer in the Super Bowl was forced in and. It feels like they're kind of dropping these like small teasers every now and then, but it's cuts from the trailer. Nothing new. So, yeah, exactly. So I feel like a- with the live action of Mulan, they stripped so much from the original content, like the original animation. There's no Lee Shang, and I think that was like he's such an important character in the animated film and then there's no mushu like there's no song oh, is there no late lee shang they just yeah they just they told just us they didn't want that yep yeah they just announced it they said that they didn't want um a love interest for mulan and i'm like he are you kidding right now like their chemistry alone was what like it carried the film like in the animated version i thought it was really nice and it was fun and this mulan just like looks like a warrior film and i get it like i, I totally get it but oh, yeah. they should have just named it something else because you're stripping so much away they've added characters that we don't even know about like it was just <laughs> it's a totally different film they should have and- called it hoa mulan because that is the original. oh or find it and well, oh yeah it was to, what was that, of, that yeah, it's Hua Mulan, it that yeah. is the original uh, folklore tale, and I know that the director yeah. said they wanted to be like more accurate to that. So maybe mm-hmm. even a name oh, I didn't know that have, like, helped. Yeah, like the, yeah, the full original. To, the intention here Separate is to the be two. a little more accurate to the original. Like they want to represent mm-hmm. Chinese folklore more closely. So that's why yes. I'm, I'm actually really anticipating. This movie, they also made it PG-13. Um, and, and removing the love everything. interest, in my opinion, kind of gives us a little more focus on on the warrior side of Mulan because we really didn't get that much. I mean, they did the training. They have, like, one run-in. The, the avalanche happens. Then they go back to the Let's castle. And that's all business. we get to see of Mulan really fighting. Like, we might get to actually see more of her, her battling in this one so i'm i'm really looking forward to this actually i want to see more like battles and i want to see more i don't know i just want to see more of the war i guess because we yeah Yeah. i I enjoyed the animated version don't get me wrong but i can always go back Mm. to that for li shang and mushu like i feel like the the remakes trying to be so close (laughs) lion king (laughs) complete disaster um (laughs) i feel like they're kind of just I don't know, trying to follow something that already worked before, so maybe taking a different route could help. I don't know, Chris, how do you feel about I, uh, well, Amanda, what, how do you feel? You're, you kind of had some feelings about it. I understand what you're, like, what you're saying, but at the same time, like, the, like, the animation is so, like, beloved by so many people, and you're not only remaking these live action films for like our generation you're introducing it like to a whole new generation so like i don't know i'm indifferent like i'm not gonna say that i'm excited for it because i'm just i'm starting to get tired of these live action remakes like even like aerials and like the little mermaids in the works right so i sorry 
Bambi is in the works as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bambi of all things. Like, what do you, come on. You know what I mean? It's just, it's getting to be too much. Like, even Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus was a complete disaster. Yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. And then I watched it and it was, because uh, I have a daughter and I, I was like, it felt, you know what Lady and Tramp felt like? Really small. small it felt really small and contained. But yeah. I felt like the animated film was like, way more like the world felt more sprawling i don't that was my original thought i fell asleep i agree with you though even like when they were interacting the animation in like the dog's eyes was done so well and it's the same thing with like the lion king like mufasa's death was not as like it didn't make that much of an impact in the live action because the expression on simba's face was everything um, so I think it just takes away a certain emotional connection to all of these characters that we loved as kids, the live action remakes. Yeah, it strips it of the emotion because, I mean, the expressions is what added those emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the biggest problem with Lion King is the expressions were not there. And to me, it even felt like the music was super phoned in, kind of felt like some of a lot of the performances were too. Like, it just didn't feel... Does Disney think that we were going to shit our pants because they were able to recreate animated scenes? Like, they think we were going to fucking be impressed I mean, by that? If Lion King was good, I would have shit the bed, dog. Like, I was really You're right. To what that. makes Lion King good, they didn't even have. And nope. we had to have some animal... We had to have those characters with more human expressional facial expressions because cats just... They don't do shit. Okay, yeah. and they don't, they don't, you know, they don't roll their eyes and they don't smile. It's, it doesn't look right because it, they don't do that. It, it's like, I don't understand. Like, that story of Lion King is not, a, it's not a, a uncommon story. It's, it's Hamlet, I think. Hamlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it is Hamlet, yeah. Do another Hamlet. Like, why the <laughs> hell? Like, I just, it, it's all cash grab and there's really no reason you could tell me otherwise. It, it as a as a filmmaker myself, I'm, you're gonna, you know what they're saying is, is screw everybody else who's who's grown up with this. We're trying to get a new audience. We're doing it with Star Trek right now, so um, we don't care. It, that's honestly how I feel. They just want that money, and it's not done for. It's not done to, you know, rewrite a wrong. You know, you, there's other films that, that weren't so great as animated that they could pull from their vault and, and redo those ones and maybe get some money from them. Like maybe the, you know, the Fifle goes West crap and uh, whatever American no, tale, you can just pull those dope. out. And, and those ones that didn't do so well, didn't really hit on the audience only on VHS. Yes. I'm dating myself on VHS <laughs> and then do something with those like, um, or pull out I the agree. rescue rangers or chip and dale you can do yes. stuff you have Dude, you have yeah. stuff no let's take deal. something that was already a masterpiece and do it again will never make any sense to me uh, uh, only yeah. from a business standpoint that's it because right. i'm not impressed i'm not impressed why you re- recreating some uh, adobe after effects uh, uh, over shots i've <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's like the same that's the same scene from the the pride rock in the original oh my god i'm Pooping my pants. No, no, leave it alone. Stop it, Disney. All right, well, get your hand I gotta admit, out of the cookie I jar. Was kinda, I was kind of, I was really like hyped up for that movie. I had such high expectations, man, because I know y'all both going to disagree. No, with me. I remember. I already know this is a controversial opinion here. I really enjoyed that Beauty and the Beast. 
Like, I really didn't enjoy uh-huh. that movie. Oh, oh please. Why? Beating <laughs> the Beast, really? Yeah, uh, I, I did. I, that move. I thought Luke Evans was a great Gaston. I thought that. He was so um, no, he wasn't. I think you have. I think you have a. Res- I like Emma res- Watson I think you too a- as Belle. Her I voice like was like Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I really oh, like, enjoyed that movie, guys. I like the original mm-hmm. cartoon, and I'm never well, gonna I like see that it more. But I, I like this no. live action as well. Eleven. It was fun because of Will Smith. That yeah, and Will Smith yeah. elevated it for sure. Before he came yeah. in the movie, yeah. I was like, I watched I'm falling it. asleep, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, um, what's his for the villain? What's his name? Jafar. Oh my was god, over the horrible. top, over the top, right? Yeah. But it was great. It was so, it was so awesome. I'm like, oh, they went for it. They went no, for it with Jafar. Yeah. He was him. like out of it. It was, he, it seemed like he didn't form. fit. I don't care. Uh, nah, Guy Ritchie man, made the movie, and I was like, this genie form. Oh, that was cool. That is one of the coolest parts in Aladdin when he becomes a genie. Yeah. But I think we can all pretty much say with the reboots, maybe just better planning, like maybe even just better movies. Ones that are kind of unnecessary, the the most popular ones. But bring back, I think I can agree with you, Chris. I'd like to see like an American Tale or Chip and Dale. That would be pretty they are, cool. They are doing a live action. For Chippendale. Chippendale. Yeah, for Chippendale. They announced it. Oh, shit. Awesome. Like, it's in development. And I love them so much, so I hope, like, they do it justice. Please do well, because, let's see, Dumbo was They awful. should set up the Rescue Rangers. That would be awesome. That would oh be awesome. Oh, my God, dude. They, did y'all see Dumbo? That was That was horrible. terrible. Terrible. Yeah. What was up Negative. with those kids, I don't like man. Tim Burton movies, no. man. I don't. I don't like Tim Burton. Yeah, I didn't like the Alice in Wonderland. Bothers me. I liked Alice in Wonderland, though. I was a Tim Burton fan when I was young. I have to go rewatch some of his stuff. But I actually liked Alice in Wonderland. It was very different and obscure. I also read the book. So I kind of understood why they chose him to direct it because of how wacky it is. So I thought they. Yeah, the book's off the hook. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought they captured it pretty well. But he was doing some drugs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <for> real. <laughs> All right. So on to the next story. Guys, the James Mangold Mandalorian stuff got debunked. I don't know if y'all heard about what? all that. Debunked? What do you mean? So apparently... Is James Mangold a... going to do crossover as Deathstroke? So apparently there was there was a rumor going around that he was going to be on one of the episodes of The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah. He was going to be directing. And yeah, Ron Howard was like extremely excited on Twitter. And he like tweeted out his excitement because, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard's working on the second season too. So yeah. of course he's like super happy. And like James Mangold got back to him and was like, I'm, I'm pleased if it's true about Bryce directing another part. But I can tell you it's not true about me. Not, I'm not doing it. I never discussed it. And I suggest fans should look at who's reporting this and make note that these sites present conjecture as fact. So oh he's God, like not God. doing it. At I'm least so that's sad. what he said now. I know. I'm like, dude, he's Logan was amazing. Yeah. Shit. 
So, yeah, he was, like, exposed to, and that was one of our, our discussion points, but he is still reportedly directing the next Indiana Jones. Excellent choice, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Oh, Jesus, another indie? Nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares at all, yeah. but... <laughs> It's a good choice for Mangold to do. Crystal Skull. Oh my God. I still want my money back. He, I went for Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and my time. <laughs> I went for Shia. I was so excited. They were like, oh, they're going to pass the torch. They're gonna I was like, what did you do to Shia? I know. Oh, I know. What did you do? Why did you do this movie, Shia? What's wrong with you? I I still like I love it just because he was in it, but oh my god! Whole swinging with monkey scenes and the sword <laughs> oh, fight between two jeeps. It was so bad. The horrible Russian accent. No. The fact that he survived a nuclear bomb inside a refrigerator. <laughs> the fact that he's way too old to be cracking his whip and swinging down. He would have broke his hip. They needed some Geritol <laughs> inshore. One of those craftmatic adjustable bed. But, one of those but what little ball tennis walker things? In. What Mangold? Is, is a great does what harrison's 80 years old i mean maybe he will pass the torch you know no, well the opportunity is gone now because it should have been shia and now like who shia is no longer movie? gonna do a hollywood no way he would never do ever it. no he's nope, a change bro <laughs> he's a yep. change bro yeah <laughs> i know he is a change bro like i saw yeah. i was watching this really good documentary on him um I, I, I don't know him, but I bumped into him when I was living in L.A. Uh, one time to an audition for Battle of Shaker Heights. This was just after he finished Even Stevens. And yeah. he was 20 feet away from me with his mom during a casting um, casting call for this, this role. I didn't get the role. He did. I didn't know he got the role until the movie came out on DVD years later. But, um, yeah, so... There's my experience, but I, I do. I uh, admire the guy. He's been through some shit, obviously. Um, if you've ever seen Honey Boy, yeah, uh, I went. I kind of, yeah. Oh, you haven't seen Honey it. Boy? Oh my god! Don't don't. You're gonna cry. It was beautiful, honest to God. I went to the. I went to TIFF, and that was one of the films that, like, I had to go at that film festival, and I missed uh, the red carpet uh, two years oh. ago when he when he came but i got a chance to like talk to him and like meet him and he's an angel and that movie like completely destroyed me because i he was like my childhood i grew up with him and just to see the times that he had and how hard of a life that he had was just oh my god it broke me so yeah get the kleenex ready man oh man. he was a persistent kid though yeah i i even heard stories about him um about him grabbing the phone book and calling every single agent in Hollywood and giving him, giving them a comedy routine as a pitch to try to get in the door so he could get, you know, an agent. And he just did that and did it and did it until he got an agent. Like, th there's just something. Yeah, this kid is—he's not surface. There's like he's like an iceberg. There's so much underneath that that guy. There's so much going on there. He's so natural at acting. It's just unbelievable. Just to watch He's him. He's honestly it. incredible. Yeah. It's crazy with no fear. The kid has no fear. Yeah, it's true. It's hard to explain it. That's how I can explain it. He's no yeah. fear at all. And if you grew, if you went through what he did, I wouldn't have fear either if I survived it. Mm hmm. Damn, sounds like anyway, I'm going really to see Leo. Honey Boy. Oh, yes. I'm going to fire it up soon here. Yeah, you have to. It's on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Mm hmm. 
oh man, it sounds like such a good movie. Chris, have you watched The Mandalorian yet? One episode. Dude, I told you about Star Wars. I told you about Star Wars. Look, you can oh, at least so watch pissed The Mandalorian. Off. Everyone's on this Baby Yoda thing now. Now I feel like if I start liking it, everyone likes it. There's a teacher who's like, oh my god, are you guys talking about Baby Yoda? I'm like, oh my god, you watched <laughs> The Mandalorian? And she goes, no, but I like Baby Yoda. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm done with Star Wars. You're not supposed to know what Star Wars is. You're not supposed to like it because you're not a nerd. Stop it's liking okay my nerd to stuff. Share, Chris. I'm not, okay nah, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm so pissed off. I can't handle it anymore. I I just don't care. I don't care at all whatsoever Baby about Star Wars. so cute with his little hand thing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm done. It's we don't need to make Star Wars cute. I really like Star Trek and Star Wars when when everyone thought we were nerds and nobody cared about it. Now it's everywhere, and it's just disgusting me. As a, as I, I used to dress up and go to conventions before I even knew that was called cosplaying. I didn't know I, we just went in uniform. If you didn't go in uniform, you felt really weird. <laughs> so I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm just so. No, I haven't seen The Mandalorian. Did I answer your question? Uh, I see. <laughs> You're very passionate about not seeing it, but dude, I'm telling you, it's some of the best Star Wars in years. Yeah, it's really I, I fun. I like them more than uh, the Rise of Skywalker, to be honest with you. We do not discuss the Rise of Skywalker, uh, honestly. It like it's just, oh, so bad. I'm sorry, it's, just, it's bad. <laughs> I couldn't. It's like, they, oh my God. they actually said they confirmed today that apparently, like, spoiler. Can we do spoiler? Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. yeah. Drop them. Yeah. Drop those okay. like bombs. Because Palpatine is actually a clone, apparently. And I was like, why did I pay money for this movie? If you completely, you keep destroying so much. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah. It's it's got to be some kind of, we're we're in a real sensitive type of society now. This has to be some form of torture to anybody who grew up with these. Like, I think this should be illegal for, for making us pay money to be tortured like this it's it's asinine and, and stupid what did you guys read trevorrow's original episode nine script oh, the fates yeah we were robbed literally robbed. robbed we were we were we weren't robbed dude we were like taken out before conception <laughs> seriously <laughs> like what an amazing yeah. story somebody that had the thought and then sh shot the person in the head and was like no we can't do this because this is too good there's literally an entire sequence of Rey and the Jedi trying to get Kylo back to the light, and they can't do it. That's what I wanted, guys. I wanted him to not uh, go back to the light. Like, come see, on. See, I wanted it to be reversed. Just... I wanted it to be reversed. I wanted Rey to the dark side because it says Rise of Skywalker. I would have loved the that too. And like Ben Solo, he's a Skywalker, so I thought it was gonna flip. Oh, I honestly thought it was take out, right? Yeah. Take out the emperor themselves. Listen, I can't get over the fact that the force used to be something that you know was hard to use, even mm -hmm. if you were good at it. And, and, and I don't. But she and now you can been you can force Leia. hand somebody a lightsaber behind your back. How do you do that? What probably it, you know a generational uh, thing? It's like you know the next generation unlocks powers that weren't previously. 
Before, it was never in canon there. that the force does that. When has it ever been in canon that oh, the, the force so progresses? It really hasn't. Like they, they don't. It's not in canon. I can tell you each that. Other. Yeah, I know. I, trust me. You know, I've read a lot of the comics, and I know you have as well. There's just, but I know that Legends is done. Unfortunately, rest in peace, teardrop. Uh, it's just. See you later. Parents, like she didn't have an origin. She was a nobody. That was interesting. That was different. It was something cool. Mm-hmm. Nope, they threw it out because <laughs> Palpatine's randomly your grandfather. Ugh. It just, I yeah. feel like it ruined so much of the Skywalker name while having like Palpatine there. Like, it's just, how do you do that? She's a direct descendant and then you, she just takes their name. Like, a name is important. The Skywalker name, everybody, if you got, like, you don't watch Star Wars. So I was just like, what are you guys doing? Like, who wrote this? <laughs> I'm a Skywalker. It's, it's, it's asinine. And when she says with the yellow lightsaber, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of like the yellow lightsaber. I was like, oh, oh this is kind of like a great Jedi idea. No, I like the, the yellow <laughs> lightsaber. And then, like, when she was like, I'm, you know, when she said she was Rey Skywalker, I kind of took it as like, those are the people she sees as her parents. Like, those are, when she thinks of her parents, the people who close, most closely represent that to her were the skywalkers i i guess i didn't really blame her for taking the last name but at the same time you could at least had been survive or something yeah and so the name makes a little bit more sense i i just i don't know i i thought when it, when when the credits started rolling for that movie i was not excited like i was with the last jedi i was hyped walking out just i know me and my friends were shouting in excitement coming out of that movie this one? Uh, Are you serious? I couldn't really uh, contain. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't really say anything. Yeah, man, I was. I think hyped. the theater. I came out the theater pissed at both films. Really, I felt so hopeful after the Last Jedi. Same here. Like I was just filled with hope. Like Rian Johnson did such a great job to restore hope from like huh? Force Awakens. I just I thought it was so great. Hope. What did yeah. you get hope out of that? It was so hopeful for a new generation. Broom boy, bro. Right. Broom boy. Like, come broom on. Boy. Oh, broom boy. Yeah. He raised his broom up like a lightsaber. People say he used the force to get it up there. He did not. He just raised it up and it made a little lightsaber silhouette. Yeah, uh! yeah because he, he also wants to, to be a well, Jedi. Okay. And if he isn't like. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> what, a, what about lightsaber? Wait, light, not, I'm sorry. Light fuel. And the, the whole the physics of space don't apply, and like what about right, that? What about the bombs falling? What? I'm sorry, but it takes you out of the element, and the only detail. reason why it gets away with it with no, it's a lot of details, and the only reason why <laughs> it gets away with in Lucas's versions is because he doesn't draw attention to that shit. He so, knows it's okay, ridiculous. They're dog fighting in space, so mad about this, but they never but, once but said we need fuel. Good? Wait, hold on. I got. I just gotta ask okay. you something. Do you think Dude, one, and two, one two, and are three better? are better than these? Yes. No. Uh-huh. No. One yep. and two, man. One and two. Two and three are um, better than these ones. Um, yep. No. I don't know. Yep. No, especially yep. not number one. Don't get no. confused because it looks prettier. Don't do no, that. No. No. One and two. No. Are I will. I will take garbage, the, the Galactic Senate over this shit any day. God, I don't really want to talk about and think about rough and coarse sand when I have three new fresh movies to look forward to 
as opposed to that crap. Like, come on, let's like let's be Star real Wars. here. Probably about an hour and forty minutes of of episode two is obsolete. It just sucks. You barely even need it to tell the entire story of the prequels. At least the it's Virgins the original the creator's original a, vision. The Virgins of the Force was a three-hour cut of all three of the films. It only had like 30 minutes of the first and second in it. What does that tell you? It tells you that, that those movies are just really you that lightsaber scene at the end where they were dancing with their sticks, running around all over oh, the place. Man, that took a lot out of them. It was too. a long dance yeah, no, not just that one. That one was so. Oh shit, dude! They could have done so much that better with all those dope, Jedi's. Oh, with Yoda and uh, I don't and, know uh, Count Dooku. Man, that was sick, bro. And then I agree. Mace Windu when he but chopped no. off uh, Jango's head. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> but I would say yes. For me, those are better films. All right. No. All right. We've kind of drifted off. My opinion. It's just my opinion. <laughs> it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. It's just my opinion. I think we can all agree Rogue One is the best of the new movies, though. Han, no, no, no. Solo is definitely the best. Oh, of the, no. Like, what? Yes. Whoa. I am a solo stand. I loved it so much. I had so much fun watching it. I thought they did a great part. Thing. Yeah, I loved it. I'm in the minority. What part was fun? I enjoyed it so much. I literally that bought robot, it. Though. I bought it because I loved it so though. much. It was great. <laughs> the robot is awesome. Donald Glover was awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I liked them all being back, and that gave me some hope for a sequel. I enjoyed yeah, it. They pulled the plug on. Yeah. Yeah, I had fun. I know. Didn't so like fun. it. <laughs> it's hard to like a film or think anything's going to happen to the characters. You know, they're not going to happen. It's he, just doesn't, he doesn't. He like, doesn't like anything. It's, past it's for, I just Jedi. <laughs> You said, but no, it, I liked Rogue One. It was all right. Uh, mm. Let me ask you this honest question, honestly, guys. Did you need to see a film like Solo? Yes. Me. You were going, oh my god! From I need to see what happened, how Han Solo became Han Solo, and how he met Chewie. I need it. I need it. I need it now. Yeah. You're thinking that the, your entire you. I don't know. I've never thought of that. He's such never a dawned cool on character. Me. I would love to see how he started. There's so many things they could have done with it, and like, I'm just sad that like we're not going to get a trilogy for Solo because I think he's one of the characters that we would want to see him branch out. You know what I mean? To get to the point that he did, right? With the OG. Well, had his moment. I kind of like the do that confusion. Film. They shouldn't have done indie. They should have just did solos with him, a solo films instead of Indiana Jones films. Just think of those <laughs> as. <laughs> Solo films is Han no, Solo is Indiana Indiana, Indiana Solo. It's not the same character, you know yes. that. Oh, so it's the same character. He's the same dude. No, it's Solo Jones. Solo is not okay. the same as Indy. Come on, everyone. He is, if okay, you had for the between oh, he's, them. He, okay, I'll, I'll I'll break it down. Listen, he's in. He he steals shit. Just he's a pirate and he's a smuggler, just like Indiana Jones. He steals artifacts. He's a womanizer, just like Indiana Jones. Like all his little teach, all his little students want him, and all those girls and stuff. Second, um, he's an action hero. He's got one-liners and he has a pistol. Um, but he's, he's not a main, He's not the lead character in Star Wars. Like depending he, on the, right, just like, you know what I mean? he's kind of the lead character in Empire. But it's still like supporting, they share it. So, like, Indy's like the lead, and he's always seen as like supporting with like 
the other two, you know what I mean, with Luke and Leia. So I don't know. It's a clear distinction. They're not the same. Oh, <laughs> I understand the same. Thing. And one has a whip, bro. Let's not- <laughs> let me let me ask you guys this: Who wrote Indiana Jones? Lucas. Did he actually? Yeah, he did, <laughs> and he produced it. He produced it with um, Steven Spielberg. I didn't know he wrote it. I haven't watched it in a while. Damn. But. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Know, George Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know that see, guy. Yeah, yeah. you're like now. You're like, damn it, Chris makes a little bit more sense no, now. No, <laughs> now that they're not the same character. the same character. I'm just, I'm just being an ass. I'm just being an ass. <laughs> no, but you, it's a fair point. Like I get it. But everyone, if you had to pit them against each other, like people would have a clear choice. That Han would, would, I think Han. Oh, that's a good, that's a good thing. Who would, who's a, who would win in a fight, Han? Or Indy. Han Solo for sure. Yeah. Han Solo would beat Indiana Jones. Yeah, dude. Indiana Jones has been through some shit, though. He's like the best shot in the galaxy, dude. Yeah, he's not fast enough. Best shot? He shot one dude. He shot Greedo, and he was three inches away from him. Come on. He's one of the best shots. (laughs) He still shot him. (laughs) It comes to, like, attitude and one-liners, I give it to Han. But a drag-out, knuckled... Bear down. We've not seen Han fight. We've seen. Uh, uh, watch so every Indiana tactical. Jones. He gets his ass man. whooped every single time, and then ends up rocking the shit out of it, and comes up with all this strength at the end, right? And then beats the shit out of the dude and wins. Han's never really been tested. He's Ooh, always got his back. Seen? The I mean, we could have seen that in solos. <laughs> uh, they were shooting at the Empire, and they don't shoot straight, and we all know that. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. Well, okay. Anyway. I have one last topic for us, guys. The Back to the Future remake. Now, no. this is not no. official. <laughs> Tom Holland. Oh, sorry, just... he didn't even get it out. She said no. <laughs> just, no, just already. No. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> but continue. Sorry. Well, Tom Holland actually uh, showed up on BBC Radio 1. And, and claim that there, you know, had been some conversations for a Back to Fe- Back to the Future remake. And he actually went on the radio show and said, I'd be lying if I said there hadn't been conversations in the past about doing some sort of remake. But that, but the film is the most perfect film, or most of, one of the most perfect films. One that can never be made better, which I completely agree. I really hope that they don't even touch the series, like, no remake, no reboot. Just, just don't do it. Um, Chris, what do you think, man? Since you kind of be like Doc and I'm kind of like Marty, what do you think, man? I'm Marty. No, no, no. I'm no, Marty I have to be Marty. Doc because I'm older than you. Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> I'm the young. All right, we gotta do something about your kids, Marty. <laughs> What's the matter? They become assholes or something? <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines in the whole film, but it's at the end. But it's at the beginning of part two, though. Yeah. See, that's how I love. That's why I love Back to the Future. That is, that is my one of those feel good movies you put on every once in a while. You just have fun with it. I love that franchise. I think it's very smart. I think it's very clever filmmaking and from a fan of film standpoint because what they tried to do with one and two, what they when they did with Back to the Future two, 
and cutting it in so seamlessly and the shots that they would use and the techniques they would use to get these shots and what uh i'm sorry i can't think of his name he's Who's the lead? Who plays him? Uh, Marty McFly? Michael, that, J. That Michael, name? J. Michael J. Fox. You know, had to shoot mm -hmm. family ties during the day and coming in there to shoot, you know, back to feature at night. He wasn't originally cast. It was somebody else. They shot a lot of the film and it wasn't working. All, all that that went into this cool concept and how, uh, you know, the first one was like a refrigerator, the first time machine in, in their original idea was like a refrigerator um type thing so all that cool stuff comes into it. i love it i do not want them to touch this franchise at all there's nothing more that needs to be said we don't need to make this for a new generation that is like cult classic it's a it's like time capsule filmmaking you watch that and it's of its time it's it's the best cinematography has to offer at the time it's the best graphics um, at, of the time, it's just one of those films that just—it's going to withstand the test of time. It was a, a little bit like Jurassic Park was. It just was one of those films that just broke barriers in so many different areas. Part three, not so much. It was, but the <laughs> first two definitely um, put Michael J. Fox on the map. It solidified him as a great young Canadian actor. And yes, I rem I know he's Canadian. Um, it, he does, yeah, they go Canada anyway. So, um, you know, I, I love it, bro. So, I say, don't touch it, um, don't don't bring it back for new generation, don't ghostbuster it. Just oh, shit, leave God. these films alone. If you got a good idea for a time travel movie, why don't you stand alone and, and let these studios just take a risk on something like they did? Like, they took a risk on this back in the day. So, do another one, find another. You, Find another film like that. Find another director. Find another writer. Find another story where you can invest in and go, I don't know if this is going to work, but if it does, it could blow up. Instead of going, oh, shit, we need to do shit. We need to do stuff that's safe. We, we you know, give them a small budget and uh, hopefully they go back and see it, you know, people who've seen it before. But then when they go to see it, they're going to expect it. And we're not going to give it to them. And then we'll just get their money anyway. That's basically what they're doing to us. So don't, no, don't, please leave it alone. I, I gotta agree, man. Like it is that is just one of those movies you cannot touch. It is the pinnacle of nineteen eighty five. Hell, probably the pinnacle movie of the nineteen eighties. Back to the future is is legendary. You can't touch that. You can't oh, touch but they will. McFly with the dope ass red swoosh Nikes, man. You can't touch that. You just can't do it. I, I think that, the hoverboard. Uh, I, I think the um the Deep fake was cool, but like I, I really wouldn't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see it no. done again. I don't even really want to see a sequel. Three was mm -hmm. not that great, so I, I just think let's just wrap it up, end it there, leave it be. Michael J. Fox is in no condition to be appearing in in films like that anymore, and I would want him to be involved if there was any kind of sequel or remake or any kind of retooling, but. I agree with you, man. We need original movies back, which is why I respect A24 so much, because they're really yeah. trying to bring original cinema back. They're trying to give directors a shot at making original, great films. Uh, Amanda, I, I haven't heard from you um, about this. Well, I have heard from you. <laughs> but <laughs> what, what no, do you I think? This is the first one to go, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's just, it's such a perfect 
movie. It's just perfect. It's a feel good film. And like Chris said it all, honestly, like I agree with everything you said. You can't touch it. You can't. I don't care how good the special effects are. Like I like now in today's generation, like I don't care if the technology is like so advanced that you would make it look better, but it already looked amazing back then. You can't touch this. Michael J. Fox was massive. Christopher Lloyd was fantastic in it. Like they had great chemistry. You cannot remake something like that. You can't. You just cannot touch it. Like I will get so pissed. Like even they're remaking West Side Story. How are you remaking West Side Story? An Academy Award winner. Like what are you doing? Remaking that? Those are uh, films you can't touch. You just can't. It's one do of my it. favorite films. Yeah, you just. I disagree with them remaking everything. Like, there's one time travel film. It's called Looper. I don't know if you guys have seen it. And, like, Rian Johnson did it as well. And that blew my mind. It, it was, was so, so fantastic. It was okay. I loved it. Oh, man. I loved Looper. I, I just thought yeah. Gordon Levitt I thought there were some amazing. missed opportunities. Uh, I'm not saying the acting wasn't it. I thought there's some. What's that? It's good, but I will give you that, what you're saying, Amanda. Sorry to cut you off, but you're right. It was different, and it was original. Yeah, they took a shot, right? I'm not saying it's as great as Back to the Future. Like, nothing can touch that. I'm just saying, like, that was original content, and, like, people didn't even go... Like, I, I doubt... Not that I doubt. Like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a big draw at the box office, but I don't know. Like, touching these... Like, it's like remaking The Godfather, which I'm pretty sure they, like, eventually will do, but, oh, my God sure someone's trying to speak about yeah. that that is a sin. no but like honestly i think that it'll come to that eventually and i'll be sitting here like you guys have got to be kidding like what's the point of that you're like you're ruining like early like early hollywood cinema like even like touching any of like the classics i wouldn't do but they're going to do it they are because they think that they have to in order for this generation to like go out and watch something yeah, it's almost as Are if, you... you know, we're stuck in continuing ideas, you know, we had so many sequels and reboots this last year alone, like, come on, Terminator could have been left alone after two. How many of them are winning Oscars? None. None of them. Yeah. Well, Name a reboot. It was up for, it was up for Okay, I'm, I'm not saying that special effects, all that, all that aside. These are just cash grabs. And, and, and if we as an audience just decide to go, you know what? I'm not going to go watch it. I'm not going to pay money for it. And if the artists that were involved in these films come back for the right amount of money, I, I get pissed off at the artist. Like, come on. You're going to piss on your own work to come back and give – like I understand someone like Leonard Nimoy – and what they did with Star Trek 09, look, they clearly said it was a split-off universe. And the split-off, the actual Romulus blowing up, is canon. It is existing in Star Trek Picard. That actually happened. There's continuity through that. And it's an ingenious way of doing it if they're going to string yeah. it along. Put it in a sub-universe. And clearly come out and say this is a different type of Star Trek. They're not doing that with these kind of films. And it's it's... It, it it's it, it the artist in me is furious the business side of the i've been on the other side of tables with these people i get it they don't see movies like we do part they don't they don't guys not at all yeah no, mm -hmm. it's all about they trust money, us, man. right they trust somebody else's opinion and they look at the dollars in the spreadsheets and they look at the, the ones and the twos and they go okay 
Uh, last time, but here's another statistic while we're getting on this because Birds of Prey is a, is a, is a thing about the box office. Here, let's say, <laughs> did you know that 55 percent of dude 55 percent of the of the theater going audience in the United males. States is women? I thought 55 percent had more. No, more it's tickets. women. Last time I checked, really? it was the it was the males. It was like most got this men information. Had... Uh. A week and a half ago. Um, so really? there's a, to collate it is what I'm saying about not going to see these movies and not giving them our business or our time and you know something might be done. Uh, I don't know. Or like you said, Leo bringing in these smaller production companies and and growing as they give um, up and coming filmmakers a shot to do some originals. I mean, it's got to. It, would you think to? How would you get to go to the Louvre and they tell you, oh, we don't have the Mona Lisa, but we, whoa, have you seen the new Mona Lisa? The two, the 2020 Mona Lisa? Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Like, why would you remake that? Like, I want to bring the other one out. I'm like, oh, dude, nobody cares about that one. I'm like, you're confused. You're confused. Like, I, I'm a teacher, right? I go to school. I talk to my students. I'm in a building with six-year-olds to 12-year-olds. And I talk to them and I was like, have you seen this movie? Then they go, oh, I saw that one. I'm like, no, not that one the original i can't believe i have to say that as many times as i do and it drives me crazy i i i gotta look this up but i think the other week i had seen that yeah the birds of prey audience is actually 54 percent male we, um, what? okay and it's like i think the issue is it's actually a heavy a heavier male audience I, I kind of think the marketing was a little, eh, so so. To be honest, it was like all they, over the place. No. Yeah, they ramped it. They up didn't like do itself any minute, favors, and then didn't do right. anything uh, since that. Like they, what they dropped the trailer went like January, and then just went silent. Like no, y'all got to push pre-sale stuff. You got to come out with TV, little TV spots, and keep sharing more content. Like they, it's like they just drop the trailer and we're like all right we're just gonna lean on that dust our hands off and hope that we do well no Yo, do you do you not think that maybe it hurt the film when ewan mcgregor said it was a feminist movie yeah 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 i'll tell you right now how you feel yeah. about it i'm just asking it just you know not taking sides at all because i'm just i'm talking to two smart individuals here i'm just curious if that if that rings like does anybody think that that might be a reason yeah because like everyone's scared of that word the second you like throw that word out it seems like everyone's just afraid of it so they're like oh i don't want to go see this film because of that and it just doesn't make any sense like why wouldn't you like these are heroes they're like new heroes that a new gener again like that this generation can like fall in love with on screen because it's always like been repeated We've seen Batman numerous times. We've seen Superman numerous times. We finally got Wonder Woman again, like on the big screen. I know she was on television, but I'm just, I'm saying like for them to, I don't, I don't know. Like it's just throwing that word out. I know it scares people, but even like some, like the mainstream um, audiences, women usually don't go watch superhero films. So I think that's like, also a factor as to why it didn't do as well as like we sh like we hoped for 
it's a mixture of things. I just think that that word kind of dampened it because people are afraid of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. That's just a word you shouldn't be tossing around. And especially like right before it comes out, like people were already kind of weary about it. And I, I think like they, they were probably thinking, oh, it doesn't say it's a Harley Quinn movie. That that obviously, so we'll change the title. That didn't help at all. It was so dumb that when was, they changed the oh, title. But it, it also says a lot without saying it. It says insecurity from yep. the DC from Warner Brothers. Yeah, they don't trust, they've never trusted their content, and that's what blows my mind. They don't. They are so, they're like an NFL franchise coach who will not, you know, like, this is my quarterback, and then, like, five days later, like, the backup's in, and it's like, this is my quarterback, and it's like, who will never marry a quarterback just dates them. It's like, like, that's how they feel about their content. They're like, oh, they'll let you go, and and then the... And they're seeing the dailies, and it's cool. And then when they're chopping the edit together, they're like, "Hey, you know what, Zach? Uh, maybe we don't." And Zach's <laughs> like, "What the fuck? Like, well, what?" They do it constantly. They did it. Yeah. They do it constantly. And then they hire a trailer house to cut a movie. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, they they hire um, a, a director. <laughs> right. The reason From a director yeah. like that, I would have been pissed the fuck off if I was him. Yeah, it was he bad. held it together wanted- so much better than I would have. Bravo! It's the competition factor. It just ruins. It ruins it because they're like, let's compete with Marvel, which is already like four phases into their. Can't you can't you at that can't. point, right? It's, it's a no. machine. Like work on like making phase one of like the DCEU. Exactly. Like, what do you forcing it? You can't it beat them. So no. just do yours right. Learn like, from them. Just, exactly. They, they should have just. Trusted their themselves. They should have went Man of Steel, Man of Steel two, then bring in Wonder Woman, then Aquaman, then Flash. You maybe even before Flash and Aquaman, you can get to BBS fine. But like going for Justice League at the beginning like that, huge mistake. And then they gave characters that Zack Snyder had worked with for all that time. They give it to the guy who did Avengers. And let's not let's not that. yeah. I- the first Avengers was good, but go back and watch it now. It's kind of like a TV movie. It compares yeah, to like where they're sh- at it, now. The, the frame rate, the frame rate's bad. really weird, and it's kind of it's shot really like the lighting is off. Yeah, it feels like yeah, it's it's very campy, but it's all right though because that's what got me into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I can't really talk shit. No, I'm not saying it's you know. But it I'm works. It credit, but worked. it works for yeah. Marvel characters though. You can't yeah. throw that kind of stuff at DC characters. Like it's a completely different dynamic, and I think that's why people were pissed off with Justice League too, right? And I don't like. I kind of like the placement of Justice League, just because you got like an introduction to certain characters. Like, you got an introduction to the Flash, and then Aquaman, and then you had their solos right after. So that didn't bother me that much because it just hyped me up even more for their solos. So I, that didn't, yeah, the the Justice League didn't bother me, especially because Zach initially had his um, his Superman trilogy like come full circle in Justice League, like that was his intention, and then Man of Steel afterwards. So the journey that Superman went on from Man of Steel to batman vs superman to justice league was like his initial plan and then they just they ruined the character like joss ruined the characterization of him completely 
I think Zach already kind of did that. Two million dollars on a mustache. Two million. That was just terrible. Terrible. Like I just don't get it. But like, he said, why? "Then you don't do the reshoots. <laughs> like gee, it's that simple." Okay, and Mission Impossible says no. Christian McQuarrie's yeah, like, no, you're not that. shaving your mustache. You don't do that. You just don't do the reshoots. And and I think you know when when BVS came out, guys, I was sitting in the theater with my friend, and before we went to go see it, we we're eating pizza, and he's he never he didn't he wasn't aware of the Death of Superman comic, or um, mm -hmm. he's not a huge fan like I am. So I'm explaining to him this movie and he's in the and then i'm explaining to him also the dark knight returns um because he wanted to know more about superman and, and batman fighting and i make a comment to him and he says to me does, does he ever kill him i'm like uh batman never killed superman um necessarily but doomsday did and um i'm, I'm like you think they're gonna do that and then i'm like no how could they kill superman they just introduced this character and when the scene happened he punched me in the arm and pointed at the screen i'm like shut the fuck up because i'm pissed because they they killed superman when when the world didn't even like him it was like he died it's like eh, superman saved us but everyone hated him it was like i wanted the world to be like cheering no, for this dude like and then him, no he i was like you can't believe they're killing him already yeah, but he sacrificed uh, himself for the greater good, and I thought that yeah. was like him. Why did you need to? Not. Why couldn't you throw the spear with your kryptonite superpower? That wouldn't have. I don't think that would have done anything to Doomsday. Uh, Superman. I know, but like I think. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Look so how bad. fast he flew into him. You're telling me he couldn't throw that spear any faster? Uh, I think Doomsday probably. And then the fucking off. spear goes through doomsday so he's it's not in him anymore the kryptonite goes through him i mean he probably had so there shouldn't be any damage if he threw uh, it he didn't need to die he did not need to die he didn't need to do that yeah, i didn't remember did saying that no no but like it to made a point not only that, it brought them together, and that was the whole point of the placement of justice league like that made complete sense as to why he was doing that you know what I mean? Dude, like that he didn't turn around and say, "Lois, give me the spear because I gotta form the. We gotta form the no, Justice League and resurrect because Dark Seed is coming." I know <laughs> that. Kidding. I'm just saying, like the way it worked out, I understood why they wanted to have that narrative like go the way it did. Zach just really liked the comic book, and he was like, "Gotta put this in my movie." Yeah, I mean, I think it was actually a, a really cool take on on Superman having society not like him and I, I was i was feeling that i like that it, part it made, but i thought maybe it made his sacrifice all the more meaningful yeah. because mm -hmm. he sacrificed himself Me for a bunch of people that didn't even like him just for the greater good it made his superman all the more better in my eyes yeah okay so why that's happening the rest of the world gets to know that superman is exonerated for what happened in the desert and then the world starts to turn for superman then they go breaking news superman's fighting to save the fucking planet he doesn't even know that the world just turned on his side as he sacrifices for that you're trying to tell me you're trying to tell me that's not more epic and that's more not more a little bit of the of, of the 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 hope and the and the love and the hero stuff that they wanted from Man of Steel that they didn't get, which by the way I thought Man of Steel was awesome. Yeah, it was, I, that's, yeah, it was. I felt like they wasted it. It wasn't a horrible opportunity, but I felt like they wasted and killed him way too quickly. 
I kind of know. Should have died in like, just. Should have died in Justice League in the beginning, and then I, resurrected his ass to me at the like end. his his sacrifice yeah. has so much more weight to yeah. it after doing it for those people because again, like Superman, Superman for what three years? But he's supposed to ensemble the greatest good, and he did that by sacrificing himself for people that didn't even love him, that hated him, that resented him. But he still, still put his life on the line for those people. That I is get that one hundred percent. I get that one hundred percent. But I really would have loved the world to love this guy more. I don't it know. wasn't it much of that. that for me. Go back like, and go back and watch like, it after. There's no Superman love. Like, there's no Superman love at all. At all. In that JL, hates the fucking there's character. Monuments. There's monuments no. for him. Like, there's, there's like BBS, a whole memorial BBS, for when oh, he okay. dies, when he dies. Yeah, okay. They, before they that. Him, before dude. he like, dies. There's no... Before he dies, there is no Superman love on the planet. Watch the movie. But I like that. They're scared I, I to like death of him. Yeah, but I, that's... I that because they didn't understand him, so then it kind of like he kind of made an like an immigration story, like that's a, like an immigrant story. That's you what understand him. He stopped that. another Kryptonian, killed the only one of his kind to save the planet the first time. They should have had more people but on the side. About it like there should have been more rational people going. But they still Holy see shit, him as an alien. It could have been worse. But, but they don't understand like... that though, right? Think about it like this. Like he's still an alien. Yeah, sorry, Leo. Go ahead. You're you're kind of like think about it. If Superman actually did come to our world, you're telling me a dude who zips around can punch through a wall through with a simple flick, can can level buildings by shaking his palms. You mean to tell me that type of person wouldn't at least intimidate you? Like I mean, Would. like think about all that power and all he scared could the do living shit out of me. I'm just. I agree with you, Leo, and I'm not disagreeing with your point, but I think when I'm trying, my point's not being kind of, I, I'm not making myself clear, I guess. I just wanted to see more of the people go, oh, we were wrong about him towards the end when it was exonerating him and make the earth kind of feel for him. And he's punching away trying to save these people, even though he feels like they don't like him. But then while all this is going, Lois uncovered all that shit, right? To find out that it was Lex Luthor all along. So people start, there's little news clips they could have done in the film to make it as he's fighting for these people that. who don't like him. I think it did. I think it did. Being a huge Donner fan of Superman, yeah, I kind of did. I love the fact that everybody loved fucking Superman. I don't think anybody should not like Superman. You can hate Batman because of his tactics, but you cannot hate Superman. He does I, so much I, to prove to I you. About he does so Superman, much. Though. I get that, but you start out that way, but then you go into what makes Superman, you know, that Superman was what for eighty-five in years. Justice League, like it, it, nah, that was uh, why the the first shot was the cell phone footage of him saving the child. Because I mean, it's it's pretty much symbolized that they now look up to Superman. He has monuments. They have these giant memorials. They see that he was willing to sacrifice his got, entire life. To say if I got this, did not if I like got him. the Snyder cut, maybe if I got the Snyder cut, oh man, I would be see what Zach was going to yeah. try to show because I didn't yeah. get that in Justice League. I didn't really feel. I just got okay. The world's gone to shit. Superman's gone. Everyone feels bad for him. Where's the context? Where's the witty dialogue? Where's the where's the things that Zach brings to the table that gives us these clues yeah. about how the world thinks about how he wants you to think the world thinks about in his films? Yeah, we didn't get a chance. Where was to that? We didn't, we didn't get a get chance that. to see that at all at because all. Joss ruined it, right? So <laughs> it, I really ruined. hope it gets released. Because... 
yeah. very frustrating. This whole thing is very frustrating. It is. Because even Zach said when the situation happened, he said, like, like I'll get it done within the next two years, but just give me this time. And they were like, no, we needed to compete with freaking, I don't even know what, what came out Marvel-wise. I don't even know what it was. Uh, they're like, no, Thor we have to compete. Wasn't that Thor Ragnarok? Was it Ragnarok? That I year? I think it was. Think, 2017, No, no, right? not 2017. I think Ragnarok was 2018. Mm, I can't remember. Uh, Guardians? No, I don't <sighs> think so. What was it at the time? I got Reg like regardless of what came out, like that's what they were trying. Felt to like they were competing with Marvel, regardless. Yeah. They wanted to just get shit. They out. needed to be yeah. Avengers <laughs> already. They needed it. Yeah, it's just I didn't appreciate how they handled this whatsoever, and that's why like I'm so adamant about the Snyder Cut being released because we just need that completion, and Zach like needs that completion as well. You know what I mean? So. Oh, I was yeah. right. It was Thor Ragnarok. So. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Such Lazy. a better you, movie. Amanda, you need to come. You need to come back on the show, and we need to talk about Thor Ragnarok because um, <laughs> no, I, so I, I, I love you right now. I can't. You I got like Taika Waititi movies, man. He's he's great. I just did not like the writing. I oh, did not man. like the writing. Everything else was great. Visuals, beautiful. I get what he tried to do with it, but no, dude, the writing let just... Chris Hemsworth kind of have his own humor. Like, he was like... But oh, it was wow. Chris Hemsworth's humor. It wasn't Thor's humor. We needed humor. that. We needed that because humor. Infinity War. We it needed did. that because yeah, Infinity War was coming too. to crush that's our ass. Yeah, but yeah, for real. that's we what needed. I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That. Why change an entire character because you knew you were gonna rip our hearts out? Like that's just <laughs> I didn't like that. You know what I mean? It's not like like Thor's not supposed to be Ant Man. He's not supposed to be like comedic in that way, like Scott. You know what I mean? It's a completely different character. He was funny because he thought he was better than everyone. That's why, like in the first, and then they took him down a peg or two yeah. in, in Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and then he realized he was about family, and nah. then. He, then we get this sweet give me Thanos moment or bring me Thanos, yeah, whatever the hell moment. Hell. And when he's when he's talking to Rocket Raccoon about all that he's lost and stuff with the eye patch it and all that shit, like, like how nice do you not? Tease. But, yeah, how do you I, not feel? Stripped. Yeah, but that was like that wasn't in that was Infinity War. That wasn't Ragnarok that he spoke to like Rocket. So that was, like I loved Infinity. War. More than Endgame. I thought Endgame was just like a waste of my time. And Infinity oh. War, the stakes were so high. Endgame was cool. Endgame no, but was it wasn't awesome. great. Happened? Infinity War was Endgame was two hours. Like if you could have like cut that down to two hours. No, like the no, first hour no. of all the time travel babble, like that could have been cut down. That was <laughs> no, I don't know why, but Infinity War, I thought they weren't gonna end like that. I was like for some reason I was still shocked. Yeah. Like, Damn it, they they left it like they did. Um, Infinity War was definitely way more. It had a lot um, more adrenaline. Hell, it was yeah. there were more stakes, higher stakes. Yeah. You thought you were gonna and... die. Yeah, I agree. And no, then, who like, was gonna game, do it was what? Kind of like, right? oh, let's dust our hands off. We're good. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, Tony yeah. dies, and everybody else gets to live. And and Natasha game has its moment. No, Natasha. That was brutal. That was terrible. But I didn't I didn't want Hawkeye to die either. He's got he's got children. Nah. 
He could have gone. Like they should have. Like <laughs> how could? Like how could they? Have, <laughs> he could have gone. Oh, that's <laughs> messed up, dude. He could have passed on the boat of fucking none Kate, bro. No, none of you. None of you have children. None of you have oh, children. Oh come on! Don't say hey. that. No, no. Like I don't have kids, but that don't mean I. I want him to go because he has kids. Why? Just, but why her? Why now. not her? I mean, if you're thinking tactfully, it's Natasha that has to go. Nah. She's infertile. Wow, She's I a mean, trained weapon. She's redeemed herself. Her her arc came come full circle, and she she saved the world. And let's admit, she was the one that we did it. Went down like die. a champ, bro. I didn't yeah. want her to die. Oh my god. It's I mean, just but, annoying because, like, she dies, and then we're getting a standalone. Like, what? Uh, what the hell, man? Like, that should have been ten years ago. That standalone. Yeah, it so been, having it now uh, after she died is like, oh, I don't really care because the character. I know the character dies in the future. Like, who cares? Yeah, I was just gonna ask him. I like the only one who is not really that hype for that film. I don't care for it whatsoever. I'm there for Florence Pew, and that's it. I I I think that the Russian guy, what's his name? The 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 Russian Captain America dude. I think that's kind Red of Star. cool. I think um, yeah. his name is Red Star. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it looks good because I love the Winter Soldier and it's the same kind of fighting style. Yeah. It's just gonna remind me that she's not there and that she's not gonna show yep. up in the future. Yeah. Florence Pugh might be like. And if they the... bring her back. I'm Florence Pugh is going to be like her successor. I think. No, I heard. I heard like I heard rumors that Florence's character dies. (laughs) So what? That's what I heard. There's rumors and stuff, but like I don't know. Not that I want to like spoil anything, but that's what's been going around like the timelines that I've seen. So I'm like, no, yeah. But Marvel always does that. They'll give us a bomb character, and it's like, no, bye bye. We're gonna take you away now. I know they almost did that with Bucky, and then they're like, "Ah, we can't do that, man." <laughs> but they they honestly paid Bucky dust. Like he has no lines ever, ever, and, <laughs> like ever. There's like five that I can count. I memorized all of his lines. I don't think he that's how many. what what film. All of them. All of them. He's just si- like cast to the side. And I'm like, he's cast <laughs> number one. But he's Caps number one. That's what I don't understand. Like, I hate okay, him. Why is, if he's Caps number yeah, he should have been. Okay. What, what's up with the Falcon becoming the winner? So, the, the, the Captain America. Like, why didn't Bucky happen, get the shield? Though. Well, it I happens think in the it does happen. Bucky gets the shield before the Iron Eagle dude, whatever his Bucky. name is, Falcon. But I think the thing was is that Sam got so close to Steve while Bucky That's was born. Yeah. Steve's like, hmm, who's closer to me? I'm gonna give my uh, vibranium shield to the guy who's closest to me. Not the of one course. who could actually do the yeah, best but, job with it. No, you But I also think the- that Sam deserves it over Bucky, though, because Sam oh, like... The is- only way I would believe it is if that, that mind control shit is still... He's still worried about him going crazy and well, him, and him having shit. all those resources. I would be too. Yeah, that makes sense. I honestly think the show is not going to be that. Yeah, I think the show, like, I'm kind of nervous for it. I don't think it's going to be that great. Just should have been called Falcon America. I think it's going to be shit. Like, I I think the show is going to explore kind of a a battle over the shield a little bit. Like, Falcon is supposed to be Captain America, and, you know, he's kind of trying to ditch it. I think it would be cool to kind of like have it be like an identity discovery for Falcon. 
maybe to stay as the Falcon, but still use the shield. Like, I don't know. You you just can't replace Falcon Cap. America. Oh, um, man. I know I'm Falcon excited America. for WandaVision, though. Woo! Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Are you serious? Worst character sitcom stuff and I don't know. You know, no. it's like she's in an alternate reality and she has kids with oh. him and she has to find a way to bring her kids back into the the reality of the real world so she can keep them. And Hello? she's like jumping through the decades sitcom style with vision. It's it's really weird. I'm more excited about those animated what if shorts. Oh, Same. that's what Same. I want to do. Yeah. Dude, I'm ready for them to explore the zombies. I'm ready to explore all these kinds of cool shit. Hello? Actors coming back. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, for sure. I think my mic disconnected for a second. But I, I definitely... Oh no, y'all ain't excited for WandaVision? That looked dope, man. I think it looks so nah. fun. Uh, I I never really I like like those characters that. Oh that man, they, Scarlet Witch though. Y'all didn't really house I didn't like them together either. To be honest, I thought those looked so random for me to uh, see that on. Screen. Like, eh. Y'all didn't, y'all like ain't them. read House They're of by- M though. House of M, anybody? No, when they have children and they're like little. No, no, no. The the when she wipes out the X Men. Scarlet Witch, uh, anyone? When she wipes out the X Men, the, the, the one House where, of M. I've heard of House. Is that of the that one where they she conv- she convinces Wolverine that everyone's uh, a, a bad guy or a Sentinel, and he ends up killing the entire house, like all the mutants? Or is, no, that's no, that's not. House of M. House of M is when so she that, raised the, story for the world of mutants. My bad. Yeah. That's just... Oh, no. That breaks my heart. I think it's so cool to build up to, though. Like, they might I love be... my ex much. I know, which, speaking of, what about New Mutants? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited for New Mutants. Yeah, oh my god. New Mutants, actually. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for it, so I really want to see it. I guess after... Dark Phoenix, I just, I don't know. I love Dark Phoenix. Uh, you loved Dark it? Phoenix. Oh I did. God. You know why? Because I just, Rah. I love the characters so much. So, like, you can put them in any situation, and I'm still going to love them because the actors did such a great job. Like, even if the story's like garbage, I'll still love it. Oh, man. Like, oh, that's man. the majority of the X Men for me. Like, I, I just love them because of, like, the actors and the characters. And so, they can say whatever to each other, like I won't care. Did you like it more than Apocalypse? Apocalypse is trash. Trash. I like Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. yeah, Apocalypse is like trash. Days of Future Past. I grew up with the great. animated series. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. I grew up with the animated series, and Apocalypse. When he came on the animated series, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a two-parter because there's no way they're gonna be able to defeat Apocalypse in one show." And then he comes out. He's a midget. They cast like the shortest person he, for Oscar. I mean, they got a great actor to do it, but like I love um Isaac. Was his yeah, Isaac, Oscar. right? Um, yeah, Oscar Isaac, yeah. Oscar Isaac, yeah. I dig him, <laughs> but I was too I was oh Jesus. Like I said, that's a whole nother show, bro. Yeah. 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 No, X Men really so disappointed good. me. I don't know what I was expecting as a kid in two thousand. 
Uh, I was, was still in high school. It was, but still I was crazy. expecting something different, and I got X Men was dope, black dog. spandex. X Men one. No, X Men was, was like, Yeah. Uh, you guys weren't there when it first came out, though. Yeah, we were. We weren't around. <laughs> How old were you in two thousand seven? Uh, yeah. Hang on, let me count. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was seventeen. Oh, see, I was seven, bro. I loved X. I was fr- I was fresh out of the animated series. I was an avid comic reader, and I had the action cards. Same. I was expecting a little bit more comic book accurate characters. Yeah. I was a little bit. I've been really disappointed with the X Men franchise the entire time. All yeah, the movies disappointed. So okay, then how did you feel about the Sam Raimi Spider Man? Since you didn't really, well, like I love the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Well, love that's Sam kind Raimi of Spider-Man. off. That doesn't really go on the comics. No, they're completely different. from, but I mean, yeah, it's definitely a different universe. More, more comic book accurate. Sam Raimi is because you can, you know, Sam Raimi's a huge fan of Spider Man. Yeah, can tell. like the whole throwing Mary Jane off the Goblin thing instead of Gwen Stacy, but he still go, saves her. That's dope as shit. I go back and rewatch those that trilogy more dope. than I ever go back and watch the X Men movies. Well, Spider Man too. I agree with you there. Yeah, it's a pinnacle of like superhero movies. One oh. of them. I feel so sorry for Peter Parker in that one. <laughs> yeah, he gets this really everything goes over. Right? He gets, yeah, yeah, he just everything goes wrong for that dude. All right, guys. Well, we've hit our complete list of topics. Um, Chris, what you got going on over there, man? Let us update us on some of the projects and where we can find you. Oh, I'm still currently in pre-production on my web series, First Flight. Uh, it's centered around the the Rocketeer, the first film that released in Disney in 1991. It's set in 1989, uh, 50 years after the events that happened in that first film, where the granddaughter takes up the torch um, of or the mantle of the Rocketeer. Uh, that's a, a six part web series i'm shooting the first episode this summer so i got that going on um a few other short projects uh for a feature film script that um i'm going into work with probably next september is when i'll jump on that project and i still got my youtube channel uh called my cheese bro uh, with an exclamation point (laughs) and where i just do um quick brief histories um film reviews nerd stuff just fun things here and there so yeah that's what i got going on right on and amanda thanks so much for coming on and joining us tonight uh where can we find you and what projects are you working on well thank you for having me this was awesome so i loved everything that we talked about um right now i'm probably going to be right after this actually i'm going to write my um the invisible man review uh so yeah, keep me, I'm on candidcinema.com, so candidxcinema.com. That's where I have all my reviews. I'm also thinking of writing an article on the Hunters TV show on Amazon Prime. There's so much to uncover there, and I really want to write about it. And normally I don't write about TV shows, so uh, that one really spoke to me. There's so much I could write about. Um, but yeah, those are what I have upcoming. Probably going to drop a podcast as well. So Candid Cinema as well. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And just going to be discussing uh, All the Bright Places, which is on Netflix. So I'm going to review that and The Invisible Man as well. So, yeah, you can find me there with all my reviews. 
podcasts and articles. For right sure. on. Yes. And thanks again. We had such a great time talking with you. We're going to have to have you back you. on and talk about um, some of the stuff we uh, talked about, like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay tuned for another Sunday Night Geeks in a couple weeks, y'all. We'll see you next time.